Hey everyone, it's uh, Gloria at CP5 from Resurrected for a Reason. And I've been doing a whole lot, reading a lot of Bible studies with uh, Pastor James Sutton from Walking Truth Radio. And I've learned a lot, you know, and a lot of things that stick out to me when I do Bible study before, before I even open the Bible. I think to myself, do I believe? That there's a God. And which God do you believe in? Because a lot of people are different. There's different religions. And there's different gods for different things. But personally, for those who do know me, know I'm Christian. And I do believe in one God. You can believe what you want to believe. But I'm saying that I believe in Christ. People wonder... Why do you believe in Christ? Because I know there's a God. When I wake up out of my seizures, God is the one that put that breath in me to wake me up. When I wake up in the morning and I'm wondering, how am I going to pay this bill? And then I get my tax refund a few days later? Or should I say, how many times I've been close to being hit with a car and it didn't happen and went and hit the tree or it hit something else or they stopped right in the midst of the air, you know? I've been close to death twice, two death experiences, and I know God woke me up out of it. And every day I wake up and I'm thinking, you know what? I know there is a God for several reasons. I do believe Jesus died on the cross for our sins. I do believe Jesus is the Son of God. I do believe in one God and one God only. And I had a discussion with someone in my family. And they said to me, they're Christian only by name. And they don't believe in the Bible. And then another one said, person that I spoke to said, two things that are in common with most religions. Actually, you know what? I'm not sure if he said all or most. But he said two things. Love thy neighbor. And he said, treat others the way you want to be treated. Now, I'm directing this to people who don't treat people well. People who decide that they're going to manipulate you, lie, steal, cheat, be sneaky, be two-faced, hypocrites, all that thing. I'm not talking about a specific religion or a specific person. I'm talking about a specific type of person. Now, if you're doing all those things and you believe that if you treat others the way you want to be treated, everything's going to be cool. So, if you treat people like garbage, if you try to manipulate, steal, lie, and all that from people, then how do you expect to be treated back kindly from people? And people say, oh, that's not the Christian way, Gloria. You're not supposed to think like that. But 
I flipped it on the person who was speaking to me, talking about you should treat people the way you want to be treated. So I said, I guess you don't being you don't you don't mind being treated badly because you treat people badly. He looked at me like, what? And I'm like, that's what you just said. And I answered your question for you or I showed you a scenario and you are in shock. The thing about the Bible is when you throw something at somebody, regardless of which Bible, which science book, which math book, and they give you the facts or a scenario of what you just said and you are shocked and you're like, oh my gosh, I can't believe they said that. It's like, um, it has nothing to do with authority or a hierarchy of who you are. It's just plain facts, you know? And also a question that stuck out of my head is, are you spiritual or are you religious? Can you be both? What are you now? And if you want to be spiritual Or if you want to be religious, how do you get there? Now, people who are listening, you can go ahead and send me a message. I'll post it on my next show. But in the last month, because I believe my last episode was in the last week of October, I had to do some soul searching of my own. I said, okay, you... Are Christian, Gloria. And you struggle with a lot of things. Now, being Christian, you struggle with a whole lot. Everybody struggles. But I'm not saying Christian life is perfect and everything's perfect. No, it's not. It's far from perfect. But the good thing about it is what I learned from Pastor James is when you pray. Oops, sorry. Lunchtime. <laughs> sorry about that. Um, when you pray and you don't get what you want, you still understand that maybe it's not in God's will. Maybe it's not that time to get it right now. But you get a peace of mind knowing that. Your prayer is in God's hands, and it will come when it comes. Got to be patient and understanding. And let me give you a perfect example. For those who know me, know that I have been searching for true love for the longest time. Been wishing on my candles Thinking, okay, God's going to bring me a man. I'm in my high 30s, y'all. And I'm just now finding it. Or should I say he found me. Or we found each other. And understanding the Bible's definition of love. And understanding the world's definition of love. Really makes you think like. Am I in love? Is this lust? Lust, is this true love? What is it? But understanding the Bible and understanding God's love will help you to understand the love in your relationships. 
And I find that when people have questions and when people pause and be like, ah, I don't know that answer. It's okay to take a minute and take a pause and try to think about, okay, what is this person asking me or what am I asking myself? And where do you get your answers from? Where do you get your answers from? Because a lot of my friends, regardless of what religion they are, they always say, Gloria, take your time. There's no rush. You'll get an answer when you get your answer. And for a person like me, I have to have an answer for everything. Everything. And you know, a lot of the time, as a Christian woman, you know, a lot of the time you think, okay, I don't know the answer to this. I don't know that. Where do I find it? You find it in the Bible. Because every situation that you lived, there is an example of a story in the Bible that will show you what to do. And a lot of the time people will say, but I don't want to open it, but I don't understand it, but I need someone to explain it to me. You can answer all those three questions with proper guidance of a proper pastor. And what I mean by proper, I'm not talking about those pastors that like to obsess over the collection plate. Pastors that are more about how much money you're going to get, how many activities are in the church. Um two-faced ways, expensive jewelry, things like that. There are some pastors out there like that. I'm not going to call out their name because that is just not right. But at the same time, y'all know they're out there. But I can say that there is five pastors I know that I follow. And I know them personally, except for one. And these pastors encourage you to ask questions. They encourage you to open the Bible. They encourage you to look through it and say, that's what it actually means and not what you think it means. And also, it's tough to think that there may not be an answer at the time. But if you read the Bible and understand the Bible, there is a story in there that relates to what you're dealing with. And last but not least, all Christians, and I do mean all, have their individual struggles. We are not perfect. And some people don't realize that There's more things to follow other than the Ten Commandments. So if you're thinking, okay, I follow the Ten Commandments, the Ten Commandments, and that's it. No, it's way more than that. But at the same time, I'm so tired of hearing people say Christians are hypocrites. They're this, they're that. Well, I'm a Christian. I'm not a hypocrite. And people who know me know. That Gloria is 100% real. 
Gloria, I don't lie, I don't steal, I don't do none of that stuff. But there's one question, one commandment that keeps going over in my head. And there's so many people out there who do have parents. Now, you ask me, where am I going with this? So, the commandment is, honor thy mother and thy father, right? And I was going over the commandments, and I was stuck on that one. Only because not everybody has a good relationship with their parents. For me, me and my mom, we good. We good. But my father, I can't, I'm not going to describe the relationship out of respect for him. But I'm thinking about this movie I was watching the other day. Boys in the Hood. And I was watching Menace to Society as well. People ask me, why are you watching that? You're a Christian. Yeah, I can watch movies. I was trying to study a few things, and I said I have to watch those two movies to compare what I'm trying to figure out here. And as you know, in both movies, they didn't have fathers around. Not even in the home. And as in the Bible where it says, honor thy mother and thy father, what if one parent Let's say, for example, perfect example, there was no father in Menace to Society. There was no father in um, Boys in the Hood for both guys. So when you look up father and you see all these different descriptions of what a father should be, what if your father is nothing like that? How do you honor a father who doesn't act like a father? Or this other movie I was watching, um, it was on YouTube. It was a random video about the book of Hosea. And I encourage you guys to read that. <laughs> Basically, God asked this man to go marry a woman that he knows is going to cheat. And he had to stay with her. Regardless of what she did, because of what God said. But I'm not going to interpret it fully the way I want to because I'm still learning about that. So basically, go look in the book of Hosea in the Bible. H-O-S-E-A. And me and my friend Natasha went over it last night. And I've learned a whole lot of things. It's like... How do you deal with someone who treats who treats you like garbage, who cheats on you on a regular basis? But there's a connection between the marriage that he was dealing with and the love of Christ for um, the people they had in the north and the south. So I want you to read Hosea chapter 1 and 2 and 3. Right? So basically, back to what if 
It says, honor thy, honor thy mother and thy father, right? But what if your father is not acting like a father? And I compared that to Menace to Society and Boys in the Hood. Now, what that movie that I was randomly looking at, and it was a book about Hosea, but in the movie, um, in the movie, it was about these kids that went on a camping trip. And they were talking about the book of Hosea in the time when they're around the campfire. And one of the girls in the movie was dealing with the same kind of situation that Hosea was. But her mother was going from guy to guy to guy to guy. So what my question is, what if you have a mother who doesn't act like a mother? Now I'm using that movie as a reference. There are other movies out there, too. Um, but I can't think of it at the top of my head. Because I'm sitting here watching my chicken boil, my broccoli boil, and watching my food cook while I'm talking to you. And things are just popping in my head. So what do you do? My question to you is, honor thy mother and thy father. What if your father is not acting like a father? Or what if your mother is not acting like a mother? Or what if you're parentless? Or what if, that's like, I'm just, when I say or, I mean different situations. So how do you honor that mother and their father if the mother or the father or both are not acting like mother and father? So I've been watching movies lately. And I was watching Family Matters earlier today. And this boy in Family Matters, he's a troublesome boy. And he's been adopted several times. But his mother wasn't acting like a mother. She was on drugs. She was in rehab. She was in jail. And she knew she had a child. But she didn't care less about how to take care of him. So that is what makes a bad mother not because you were thrown in jail because a lot of women are thrown in jail for reasons that are not even a reason to sh throw them in jail but so my few questions are are you spiritual or are you religious maybe you're both why are you spiritual why are you religious second what does honor thy mother and thy father mean to you? And three. Do you believe in Christ? Do you consider yourself Christian by name? Or by Christian by name and by doing and believing? Yeah, so you, as you can see, you guys... Um, I'll repeat the question. So basically, do you see yourself as spiritual or religious or both? And why? Secondly, honor thy mother and thy father. What does that mean to you? And what do you do when one parent or both parents are not acting as mother and father? And third, do you see yourself, this is directed to the Christians. Do you see yourself as Christian by name only? or by name, by doing and believing. You can send your answers to my show 
and I will post them for you. So those are the things that were on my mind and that's what I've been studying lately. So as I am studying my books and I'm apologizing for people calling in now, but I had to lay down an episode here because it's been a while. So I really haven't told anyone not to call me at this time. So that's my fault for not saying anything. But answer those questions, send your answers in, and keep listening to Resurrected for a reason. All right, y'all. Peace and love, y'all.